Welcome back to another episode of The Press Room. I'm your host, Cooper Shepard, joined by, as always, my co-host and good friend, Nathan Bressel, and my co-host, Caleb Dixon, a.k.a. Dickie. Nathan, I'm going to start with you. What is on your mind today? Um, Big week for Ohio State. We got Penn State, so probably the best opponent we've had by far this year. Um, So, obviously, a big game. For us, obviously, we need to go through them because they're in our division. Um, so we need to win this game to hopefully make the Big Ten championship. But big week for us this week. Um, besides that, I've been watching a lot of basketball this week. Basketball has been on my mind a lot lately. Basically put in a parlay every day for basketball. So I've been watching a lot of hoops. Yep. Yep. It's the best time of the year, in my opinion. Yeah, me too. Series, which we'll get to college football, NFL, NBA. It's a fun time to be a sports fan. Dicky, anything before we get into it? Uh, you know, we're just pretty much chilling, you know. Uh, saw today that there's 27 straight days of football on, including NFL and NCAA. So we're lit from here on out. We love to hear it. Exactly. Wow. Uh, let's start with college football as always. Recap last week, preview next week. Uh, wasn't a whole lot of big games, there was a couple. Uh, I'll start with Clemson Syracuse because it was a close game and I wanted, I wanted Syracuse to win, but they couldn't pull it out. They kind of choked at the end. Nathan, I know you were watching that. Uh, thoughts on that game in the uh, ACC? Yeah, uh, basically, like you said, they just choked. <laughs> nothing really, nothing really, can't really beat around the bush there. Um, but, I mean, obviously the better team won. No surprise there. Um, not saying Syracuse is a bad team at all. It's just, you know, the better team's going to win the game. So, um, at this point, Clemson looks like the front runner. And unless they lose a game, they're going to, even if, they, honestly, even if they lose a game and they still win the ACC, they could be in. So, I think Clemson's got a lot of room to just kind of chill as long as they don't lose to like whoever's last in the ACC at this point. I don't know, North Carolina or somebody like that. But yeah. Um, do you want to do you want to cover your Ohio State Buckeyes real quick? Yeah. Who did we play last week? Iowa. <laughs> Seems like forever ago. Uh, yeah. Iowa was a top three defense going in. We were a top three offense. So it was fun to see that battle. It didn't really last long. Um, they, forced us in this in the first half kick a couple field goals we had like three field goals in the game which was it's uncommon for ohio state um i think before the iowa game we were one of two teams in the ncaa to score a touchdown every time we reached the red zone so that means obviously we weren't kicking a lot of field goals um but yeah they forced us to kick a couple field goals and then obviously we blew it open i think we won like 54 to 10 or something like that so um not not a whole lot. Didn't expect a whole lot. Their only touchdown was a touchdown off a of pick six. So they didn't even score an offensive touchdown. I think they had maybe like 30, 40 rushing yards and their quarterbacks had like a combined 40. They played two quarterbacks, a combined 45 passing yards. So classic Iowa. And then Ohio State just rolls like normal. Uh, Dickie, you watch a lot of – what games you watch this week? Uh, I got the Syracuse one. I watched that. Um uh... You know, Syracuse looked good first half, and then they kind of just blew it off. Uh, and then, the, like we've been saying the past couple of weeks, you know, Caleb Klubnik comes in, relieves for struggling DJ, and uh, did pretty good, fairly good. Uh, they went down the field and scored at least. And a um, couple question, uh, questionable roughing the passer calls or late hits, whatever you want to call it, you know, like, Saw one that he got, Caleb got on the sideline, and then uh, then one that the Syracuse dude got shoved like way out of bounds, and they never called a flag on that. So could have had a little Clemson money line going there for the refs, but never know. And then uh, I went over to my buddies and we watched the OSU Texas game. Texas completely shit the bucket. Yeah, uh, Clint Ewers. I don't fucking know what happened. He is probably now buns. I don't know what's going to happen. Arch Manning's taking his spot next year. Yeah. And then uh, the other games, I kind of watched them, but, like, I didn't really pay that much attention to some of them. Yeah. Back to Oklahoma State, Texas. Um, rough day to be a Texas fan. Quinn Ewers was – Nathan, I know you and I watched 
like the second half of that game, making overthrows all over the place, couldn't really move the ball too well. Um, I guess for you, Bijan hit your parlay, so that was good. But yeah, what did you see in that game? Yeah, same thing, kind of what Diggs went off of. Viewers made a lot of mistakes, at least from the regular viewers' eye. A lot of overthrows. Um, Texas had, I think, 14 or 15 penalties. Oklahoma State had zero. So Texas is doing classic Texas things where they're just beating themselves. Um, obviously, Bijan's the best player on that team. They're getting him the rock, which is good. Um, but, yeah, it just seems like they beat themselves. I don't know how you go 15 to zero penalties. Obviously, I feel like Oklahoma State had some penalties that maybe just weren't called. Probably some holdings or different things like that. But, you know, refs are going to miss that. But 15 penalties is inexcusable. You can't do that. That's how Alabama lost to Tennessee. You know, 17 penalties, you can't. You're not going to win football games doing 10, 14 penalties. It's it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Got to clean it up. Um, one game that was a surprise to me at least – not to some people. Some people, I'm referring to LSU Ole Miss. LSU was favored in the game. I didn't expect the outcome to happen at all after seeing just – I didn't think LSU was very good, and then I saw them play in person in Tennessee, blow them out. And uh, number seven undefeated Ole Miss comes in and gets blown out 45-20 to 20 by Jalen – is it Jaden? I think it's Jaden Daniels. I think it's yeah, it's Jaden. It's Jaden. Yeah, yeah Jalen is a uh, Kansas. Kansas, yeah. Yeah, he's Kansas. Anyways, forty-five to twenty, like that's kind of uh, it's kind of crazy. Now nobody in the SEC West is undefeated. Dang, that's tough. Shaping up for a good LSU Bama game. Yeah, low key. That's in that's in Baton Rouge too. Beginning of the month. Yeah, pull for that. Uh for the Tigers. That's the same weekend as Georgia, Tennessee, actually. Yeah. That would be insane, bro. Crazy weekend. Uh, Another surprise to me. Um, actually, it wasn't really a surprise. I said this game could have gone either way last week, but UCLA, Oregon. Uh, Pac-12 is a lot more even now. Nobody undefeated. USC took a loss a couple weeks ago. UCLA was the last one standing, and uh, they went into Oregon and took a 15-point loss. I think Bo Nix looked pretty good, and it was Oregon's home stadium, and they just uh, – they were just the better team in that game. Yeah, I agree. Bo Nix was throwing the ball around pretty well. Uh, obviously, game day was in Eugene, Oregon. So, um, I think I think I had Oregon. I don't know who you guys had. But, um, yeah, like we said, it was a toss-up. Both teams played pretty well. I didn't watch the game, so I don't have a ton of analysis on it. But, um Seemed like a pretty decent game. So now with the Pac-12, it's, I guess, Oregon and USC at this point. So, well, no, I mean, UCLA is still technically in there, but yeah. it, did, did UCLA play USC yet or no? I don't think so. I think they're the last game of the year. I think that's a rivalry game. Probably. So um, it'll come down to those three probably. Vicky? Uh, yeah, I watched that. Uh, I watched that Oregon game. I had it on, like, I had both the games on at once, like the Texas game and the Oregon game. Oregon looked pretty good. I mean, UCLA was kind of battling there for a little while, but then Oregon just kind of pulled away at the end. But, see, I think, see, Utah only has one conference loss, too, I think. Said who? Uh, Utah has two losses, but. One's to Florida. Yeah. Or no. Yeah. Who did they lose to in the Pac-12? Uh, I think Oregon. I don't even remember. No, they they, played, yeah. they beat Florida and then lost to like they lost to UCLA. Years. They lost to UCLA. Yeah, 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 yeah. By like ten, like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So, I don't know yeah. how that would shape up, but pretty good competitive conference now, I guess. Yeah. Be interesting to see. Gonna, gonna have a couple teams make a run. Uh, last game I wanted to cover TCU and Kansas State. Um, TCU stays undefeated seven and zero. Did not think I'd be saying that at the beginning of the season. I don't think anybody did, but uh, here we are. They're number eight in the country, I think. And Max Duggan and the Horn Frogs are rolling. Yeah, definitely a surprise. 
I'll let the Big 12 guy talk more about it, but I definitely did not see TCU on the radar at all. Yeah, I think uh, TCU is ranked seven now, okay. I think. Yeah. But, uh, dude, you know what's weird is I've seen every time they've played a team for the past five weeks, they've injured the quarterback. Really? So, Kansas, Daniels got hurt. They played OU after that. Gabriel got hurt. Spencer Sanders went into that game kind of injured. And then Martinez got hurt. And then they hurt the backup. And then they were on their third string guy, I'm pretty sure. So, kind of something to look out for. I would be looking at this West Virginia game this weekend at 11. And West Virginia is kind of a sneaky team. But, I mean, they were down 28 to 10. And they came back and beat them 38 to 28. But they really, Kansas State really had no offense other than Deuce Vaughn. Yeah. Hey, Deuce Vaughn's a dog, bro. Low key. All right. Welcome back. Sorry for the technical difficulty, but it's becoming a norm at this point. My Wi Fi is a little ass. So we got to deal with what we got to deal with. But we're back. Anything else you all want to cover from week eight of college football? I'm good. We covered all the news. I. On to week nine. Let's see. Uh, okay, before we get into the games, I want to know what y'all think about game day being at Jackson State and Jackson State for their game versus Southern. Like, bro. They like to mix it up, you know, go to different spots. And, I mean, they go to FCS. They usually go to, like, one or two FCS schools a year. So, not surprised, but. I mean, is there, like, really a big game this week? Like, Ohio State, Penn State's obviously a big noon kickoff for Fox, so they're not going to go there. Um, I mean, you don't want to go to Neyland for the third time. Um, I just don't know any other game they'd really go to, honestly. Uh, Yeah, the only other big game is really OSU, Kansas State. They could have went to Kansas State. What'd you say? Florida, Georgia. But I yeah, could have went to Florida, Georgia. Anyways, uh, first game we'll cover, biggest game of the week, I'd say Ohio State, Penn State. Uh, Ohio State favored by fifteen and a half. Uh, is this in Columbus? Uh, no, it's no, it's at Penn State because we have Michigan at home this year. Okay. Uh. Any worries about this game? Or are you uh, pretty confident you Buckeyes can uh, take care of business? I am confident we will take care of business, but Penn State is always one of those teams that just hangs around. You know, I would consider it our second biggest rival in the Big Ten at this point. So, punch. Um, they're always going to give you their best game or one of their best games. Um, like I've said before, they're a young team. They've got a veteran quarterback, though, so – um, the key for them to stay in the game is just going to be able to – they've got to play defense. Like, if you can't stop Ohio State on offense, like, you have no shot. So, they've got to make some stops on defense, and Sean Clifford's got to do everything he can not to make mistakes. Um, that's going to be the key of the game. Honestly, if, if Penn State really wants to win the game, they need to be able to run the ball on Ohio State, control the clock. If they can keep C.J. Stroud off the field for as long as possible, that's their best shot. So – um, keeping our offense off the field and being able to run the clock and control control the tempo is is Penn State's key to win this game. But I like Ohio State. I think the line at 15 and a half is pretty decent, honestly. I think that's a good line, pretty accurate. So I wouldn't expect a blowout, honestly. If I see a blowout, I'd be completely happy, obviously, but I wouldn't expect a blowout. I, you know, 40, 20, 34, 17. That's a that's a pretty decent game. We all going Ohio State here. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll go to Ohio State. Uh, TCU, West Virginia. Somebody else got a chance to uh, dethrone TCU from that undefeated title. Um, West Virginia is not that good. They've had some close. They've lost some close games. Uh, at the end, JT Daniels is decent. He's he's okay, but I don't know, Dicky. What do you think about this? Uh. I really think uh, West Virginia's got a good chance in this game. I really do. 
Uh, I think the line is like seven or something. Last time I saw it, I think I can't. If I'm, I don't know if I'm being specific, but seven and a half. Uh, yeah, it's something like that. So, uh, I think West Virginia has a good shot for sure. Because I mean, this is kind of like a sleeper game. Like, it's kind of like TCU is going to go into it not really thinking like, oh, West Virginia is like one of the worst teams in the Big Twelve. But in reality, like, it's always tough to play in Morgantown, and it's an 11 a.m. game, and JT Daniels isn't that bad. And West Virginia can run the ball. That's one thing they can do is run the ball. Donaldson, look for him to have a big game. That's their running back. He's a true freshman. He is a god. You going, you going West Virginia on this? Oh, yeah. I got West Virginia. I, I like it. I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with TCU, but uh, I'm, I'm not going to doubt Dickie's upset picks for sure. Because he, he, he's called some of them. Yeah, he's been good at NFL this year. That's for sure. Could be a sleeper this week. You know, who knows? Who knows? Um, Let's see. Florida, Georgia. Georgia's favored by 22 and a half. Uh, I think that's a bit high, in my opinion. Uh, I think Florida low-key has a shot here. Not going to lie. Like, I, I, I'm not going to say I hope Florida wins because I want, I want it to be undefeated Tennessee and Georgia whenever we play them, but I, I, I think Florida's got a shot here. I don't think they're going to lose by 20, 23 points. I can tell you that, but uh, I don't know. I'm going to go Georgia by like 10. I like that. Florida's one of those teams that like they can honestly explode at any point in the year. Like Anthony Richardson's kind of one of those guys that's up and down. When he's down, he's really down. When he's up, he's really up. So, if they can find a way to score some points on the Georgia defense, I don't see why they couldn't be in the game. Um, obviously, Georgia's not one of those teams that's going to blow you at the water either with their offensive talent. I mean, they put up 49 against Oregon, but I don't think any other game against a decent team, they've scored more than like 30-ish. So, um, I could see it being a decently close game. I agree with that, Cooper. Yeah, I I really don't know. I, I think I think Georgia's probably gonna win the game, but I kinda like that ten. Ten sounds good. I think you said twenty two and a half kinda sounds like a lot. I really just don't think that Florida's gonna let them do that. Considering I feel like Florida's been in a lot of close games this year. They just have lost. And just like Nathan said, it's a lot of up or downs for Richardson. But if he can run the ball, they have a shot for sure. Uh, Big 12 game. We talked a little about a little bit about earlier. Oklahoma State, Kansas State. Um, Kansas State's favored by one and a half. Coming in at five and two. Oklahoma State six and one. Obviously, mm, I think Oklahoma State's a better team here. I'm not sure why Kansas State's favored, but I got Oklahoma State in this. Yeah. That's a tough one for me, honestly. I like Kansas State's just one of those teams that they're just they're just tough. Like I just feel like they're in every game they play. I don't know. I'm not a Big 12 guy. I don't really watch a ton of Big 12 games, but I I honestly don't I'm not decided on my pick yet on this game. Yeah. Um, I think it just depends if Adrian Martinez is gonna play or not. Which I think he will. I don't know why he came out of the TCU game. But if I don't think he was really that hurt, but I think he'll definitely play. But if he doesn't, OSU is definitely winning. But if he does, give T, give Kansas State a good chance. But I still think OSU wins and sneaks it out. I mean, we'll see what happens, though. It's in Manhattan. You got to pick it or not, Nathan? I'm going to go – I'm going to go Oklahoma State. I'm just more confident in them at this point in the year. Yeah. I'm trying to find – there's not a whole not a whole lot of good games this week, honestly. Ole Miss A&M. Bro, A&M's three and four. Like, what the fuck? Hey, old Spencer Raddy's old at rank 25 now, huh? Yeah. That's hilarious. I literally said after they won last week, I was like, watch, they're going to be ranked this next week. Yeah, they play Mizzou this week. That's probably go to six and two, bro. 
for Tennessee. Hey, if they keep winning, they're going to set up for that uh, South Carolina-Clemson game very nicely at the end of the year. Is that their last game of the year? I mean, I'm pretty sure Clemson plays South Carolina every year. Well, yeah, they, the last they, game. Uh, the second to last game for them is Tennessee, and they're going to get blown up by fucking 70. So that'll be the last game's Tennessee? No, second to last. Oh, yeah. You um, better hope. If Tennessee beats Georgia in two weeks. Oh, God. Cooper's going to be so cocky if Tennessee Dude, runs if, he beats, if they beat Georgia and they win out, they don't even have to win the SEC and they'll Bro, be in the play. You say I, I don't have a reason to be cocky if Tennessee goes 12 and fucking 0? I mean, but, yeah, but then you gotta play like you've been there before, buddy. But I haven't been there before. That's the fucking thing. I haven't. I've never seen this in my life. Bro, I hope you guys make the playoff and you get whooped like Oklahoma does every single year. Get to the Bro, Big 12 championship. Off. Get their ass beat in the playoff. Every single year. Except, except one year. One year, arguably the best Rose Bowl game we've ever seen, but... I just want to see Cooper get come so excited and so invested in something and then just lose everything in the first quarter. And it'd be even better if it's Ohio State. I can tell you it won't happen in the first quarter because Tennessee does same. Like I mean, if Ohio State goes up 21 nothing in the first quarter of a semifinal game against you guys, you're not going to be worried? Oh, no, I would. Okay, yeah. But that's not going to happen. If Tennessee plays Ohio State, we got to go to the game, boys. Oh, we, we oh, 100% oh, are going oh, to the game. Oh, oh we're, we're fucking going, bro. We're, we're, we're fucking going. I will I will drop everything. Like, I'm. we're buying plane tickets. Like, we're buying t- – like, we're going. I don't care where it's at. It can be in Alaska. We're going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next week, or is that it? Tennessee plays Kentucky. At Neyland, some hard, hard ass black uniforms. I don't know if y'all saw them, but they're tough. Black helmets. They are. Cedric Tillman's coming back. Uh, like I said earlier, Nathan, it's black up for a Will Levis murder. He ain't even all that, bro. I'm telling you. A Will Levis murder. <laughs> it's coming this way. Will Levis use a funeral. <laughs> hey, isn't it that thing that? Like the science program at Tennessee buries stuff under Neyland's field. Will 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 uh, Levis's body be under there after the game as well? Hundred percent. And we're gonna Hinden sacrifice Hinden. him on the goalpost after the game. Hendon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt are digging the fucking grave, baby. Let's go, bro. Tennessee, Tennessee by at least twenty-four. Twenty-four. Holy shitter, Coop. What's the line? 12 and a half. Okay. <laughs> is, is that your lock of the week over 12 and a half, Tennessee? Yeah, that's my lock of the week. All right. 100%. I ain't even being biased, y'all. I'm telling y'all. Kentucky, Will Levis is not – he's not that guy, bro. He just, just – I'm not saying he's not bad. I'm just saying Kentucky's better than that. Like, come on. 24 points? Okay, I was exaggerating a little bit, but I think they're going to win by more than 12. Right. I can take that. Yep. Uh, I really think Kentucky keeps it close, though. They keep it close and give shit up a little bit to sweat about going into the fourth quarter. I, I, think, it's a good, I think it's a good game through, like, the middle of the third quarter. I still think Tennessee wins, bro. I just think Kentucky, yeah. Kentucky is a sleeper team, bro. You know they are, Shep. It's an SEC. Y'all are looking thing, ahead. Y'all are looking ahead to Georgia next uh, week. Kentucky's I'm not, coming in. I'm not. I'm not overlooking Kentucky because I. I know they're. Mark Stoops is going to have them boys ready to play. Hey, so I'm just Heifel saying. Better get them. Yeah. better get them ready. I agree. Like, Kentucky's like they've had a couple weird losses. We expected them to be pretty good coming into the year. They're not a bad team. Like the SEC is kind of rough. Like, for example, Mississippi State beats LSU they come back they lose to Tennessee really bad and then they come back and beat Ole Miss like it's the SEC is just one that like South Carolina same thing like they've beaten a couple good teams and they've lost to a bad team so like you're making me worried over here like if if Tennessee doesn't come out hot like if they have a B minus C plus type game Kentucky can stay in the game so I wouldn't sleep on them um yeah I mean I'm not 
I'm not sleeping on them because obviously you gotta. You said 24 and a half points, boy. Oh, I was fucking kidding. Chill out, bro. I'm not being serious. <laughs> but like, I, I, I know, I know you can't, you can't just overlook Kentucky because you got Georgia next week. Like, you got, you got to take them serious. As, as long as, as long as Tennessee is not overlooking them and not coming into this game just thinking it's gonna be a win, I think, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, same thing with Ohio State. We can't look over Penn State because we got Northwestern next week. So. so. <laughs> that's gonna be a tough one bud yeah that's that's a big game sellout crowd at northwestern capacity of like five thousand kids in their stadium yep whenever they get their new stadium have you seen that dude it looks nice it's so it nice really but good. it's only like it only seats like thirty five thousand people yeah but they're it's... like hey we can't fill up the one we got so let's make it smaller and more nice yeah exactly then we can just go fcs yeah, low key. Yep. I'm looking at these top 25 games, and I think I have my lock of the week. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go Syracuse. The line is two. Syracuse is favored by two. I'm gonna go. They win by more than two. Who are they playing? Notre Dame. I like it. Hmm. Go ahead, Chip. Are you already said yours? Your lock of the week. Lock of the week was Tennessee. Yeah, but I'm gonna pick one that's not bias because okay a, um i'm not 100 confident on that one right now oh now we convinced him dicky <laughs> oh no but yeah, like God, we did. i'm i'm just remembering what we did against florida and how we almost blew it at the end and like kentucky a similar team to florida so i'm just don't make too many mistakes uh, i'm gonna go uh south carolina covers versus mizzou I got – oh, my God, what just happened? By the way, Nathan. I think I'm going to pick – Go ahead. I'm going to pick this uh, – mm, this is really hard, bro. Give me – Yeah, this is – right, I'll take Michigan State. To, I'll take Michigan State to cover the 22 and a half. I can see it. Yeah, I like it. Rivalry game. I get that it's in the big house and everything, but I definitely think that uh, they're going to cover that. Yeah, that's that's always a decent game too. It'll be low scoring. I'd expect like a twenty-eight, seventeen type game for that. Anything else uh, for college football before we move on to our NFL segment? No, sir. Let me while we do that transition into the nfl hang you on want to talk about trades and thursday night football first we're going to take a break right here for our sponsor and we'll be right back all right welcome back uh nathan continue with what you were saying before the break i was going to say do you want to talk about thursday night football or do you want to talk about trades first uh yeah let's go thursday night football because the ravens are oh, 17 to 10 right now in the fourth quarter no. Oh, I just got a notification that uh the Bucks scored. But maybe oh. maybe my app's behind them. I don't, I don't even Hopefully know. Leonard Fournette scored. He, he did. He did a touchdown. Yeah, he two? Had... No, no, no. He just won so far. Oh dang. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh it's 17-17. Nice. Okay, I just got that update. Um yeah, I kind of hope the Bucks lose, low key. It'd be funny to see him uh Oh. Well, that's there, but wait, you got 17 17. They just picked a field goal. 17 yeah, 13, bro. Bro, I just got a notification that Tom Brady threw a 50 yard, 51 yard touchdown to Mike Evans. Well, like, got called, back. Got called back. Fuck. Need that for fantasy. Oh, well. Bro, I need Lindy to score again, bro. Um, Trades. Kadarius Tony to the uh, Chiefs, kind of interesting. Yeah, they're definitely going to use him a lot. I think they're going to use him in s- weird ways, but he'll be he'll be playing in the in the in the role for sure. Yeah. And yeah. Andy Reid will dial in something for him. I mean, they always find ways, bro. Like same stuff with that uh, Watson dude from last year. He played on the Bucks. They literally cut him on the Bucks, and he's been contributing for the Chiefs. So they'll find a way. 
He's too dynamic, bro. Yeah, it's obviously both picks they gave up were conditional picks. It's those picks are picks that they got from losing an offensive coordinator. <laughs> so they really didn't even give up anything for him. Yeah. Um, he's still on a rookie deal, so he's cheap. They have the fifth year option if they want to extend him. I mean, it's like, why not? It's one of those things that's like, why not fit him in, see how he does. I mean, he's one of those guys that if he can stay on the field, he's got the ball in his hands in open space, he's electric. So um, why not take a shot? I mean, they've had guys like not comparing Tony to Tyree Kill or anything, but, you know, very similar style of players with the ball in their hands. Very quick, very fast. If he can stay healthy, stay on the field, get out of trouble, and, and uh, be in a winning environment, I think that changes a lot, even though the Giants were winning a lot this year. I just don't think Tony was a part of the plan. Um, but yeah, for the Chiefs, obviously great. For the Giants, probably weren't going to extend him, pick up his option, and take some picks for him and move on. So, yeah. Uh, is there is it uh, Robert Quinn got traded to the Eagles, right? Yeah, for a fourth rounder. Obviously, if you're the Bears in that situation, you're not you're not winning a lot of games. Quinn's probably in the last year of his deal. Take a pick for him, move on. Gets him in a winning environment. Eagles, obviously, great pickup. Win now mode. Like fourth rounder is nothing. You can you can fourth rounder is nothing for a guy like that. Robert Quinn's a beast. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, bro. I don't know how they – I don't know how Chicago accepted that. They should have at least tried to get, like, a third round or second. I think it's just because he's a vet and he's on the last year of his deal. So, yeah, it's just – the NFL trade line is just so much different than, like, NBA and MLB. Like, they're all just so different from each other. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get into – any. is there any notable games from last week? Panthers Bucks. Panthers beat the yeah. Bucks, twenty-one to three, and the Buccaneers are now three and four. Uh, is it panic time at Tampa Bay? I mean, they're losing right now, so not to like. I mean, the Ravens are a good team, but the Panthers aren't. Like, if you're Tom Brady, if you're one of those guys that came in to win games with Tom Brady, like, y'all got to figure it out, bro. Like. It's pretty sad to watch, honestly. I think it's funny. I think it's I think it's hilarious. Like their defense is playing good, but it's funny that it's all on the offense. <laughs> so Brady can't like it's just it's just so weird seeing him struggle. Yeah. I mean, I called the uh, my lock of the week last week was Panthers cover 12 and a half to the Bucks. I don't know if I picked the Panthers. I don't think I did, but I don't remember. Definitely- I definitely picked the uh, the 12 and a half for them to cover and they beat them. So, but like I've been saying, Panthers have a great defense, terrible offense. So, don't really know what to do with them there. But Brady, that is pretty funny. It's pretty funny. I saw they literally had a wide open pass to Mike Evans down the field, like in the first quarter, and then Mike Evans dropped the dropped it. So, probably the worst drop he's had in his career, honestly. <laughs> it was bad. And let's be real, if they would have got that, they probably would have blown out the Panthers. It's a yeah. big momentum, big momentum change. Oh yeah. Um Commanders beat the Packers. Another one of those Hall of Fame quarterbacks struggling. I wouldn't say Aaron Rodgers is necessarily struggling. This is just obviously this is the worst offense he's had in probably his career. And uh the Packers are three and four and They're just not looking good. They can't move the ball. It's kind of the same thing with the Bucks. Aaron Rodgers talked a little bit about it on Pat McAfee show. Is Pat asked him like, like what, like what did Washington do to stop you guys? And he was he literally said nothing. Like literally the whole game. He, he, they went back and watched some of the tape too during a segment. But literally the whole game, like Washington's defensive front. Did they play a four three? Like those guys are so good up front with Allen and Chase and and. Uh, Who's the other guy's name? Big, big D line. I forgot his name, but like they just they just run a simple defense and they they cover guys on they don't do anything crazy. They run a couple blitzes here and there, and that's it. Like there wasn't much to it, honestly. The Packers just couldn't move the ball. They just couldn't do it. I mean, can't run the ball. I mean, I think their leading receiver was Aaron Jones. So out of the backfield, just dumping off the ball, like caps off to Washington's defense you know they didn't they they held a good team 
to not be able to move the ball. Um, and then Heineke, obviously, he's kind of just a wild card at this point, but did good enough to win a game. So, uh, yeah, I don't got much on that game. <laughs> just know the Packers lost. Yeah. Uh, big surprise here. I mean, it's, it was, it's been a surprise, but it stays a surprise that the New York Giants are six and one. Uh, they beat the Jaguars. Um, Giants are hot, man. They're, uh, I, I think it's, I think it's time to say they might be a contender. I would agree that division has definitely become the toughest one in football with the which best is, team. Bro, which is so crazy that you like that we're playing that right now. Like it's crazy. Really crazy. This whole year has been crazy, bro. Just all of football, bro. Not even just NFL, just NCAA, college, everything, yeah. bro. Like, like we said, like we've talked about this a couple of times too. Like it's the Bills, Chiefs, and Eagles. It's the three or four bottom dweller teams, and then it's everybody else in the middle. Like you never know what's gonna happen. Okay, hey, hey, just now you said Bills, Chiefs, and Eagles. Can we throw yeah. the Giants in there? Who? The Giants. Um, I want to see them beat a good team first. I want to see them like I want to see them like in a in a big game. Yeah, that's 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 uh that's understandable. But they've had recently like their schedule's been eh. I would say lower half of the league so far, strength of schedule wise. Um, but I want to see them in like a pro. I want to see them like play the Eagles. I want to see them play the Cowboys type thing once they get into those division games. Um, but yeah, I picked up Wondell Robinson today on fantasy because he's had a couple of really good games. Kadarius Tony isn't there anymore. So we'll see. Yep. Um, big game. Uh, this is probably the last game I want to cover. Y'all listened to the pod last week. You heard us say our press room lock of the week. The Seahawks beating Chargers, baby. Let's go. Seahawks beat the Chargers, baby, by 14. Yeah, um, they should have won by more, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kenneth Walker and fucking Geno Smith. Hey. They ain't looking too shabby, not going to lie. They wrote them off, but they ain't right back, you know. Facts. Facts, facts. Big facts, bro. Kenneth Walker's a dog. Bro, he had 167 yards, bro. Yeah, picked him up in fantasy. He had, like, 14 points or something. And then literally within – was that six minutes left in the game? All of a sudden, I go back on there. Man's got 40. He had a 74-yard rushing touchdown. So, second tutty of the game. Let's go, baby. Yeah, I picked him up up then. I picked him up in week four off waivers, and he's started every week since, and he's going to start the rest of the year. I'm not taking him out the lineup. <laughs> yep. He's uh, he's he's solid. I tried to pick him up, but obviously we're in the same league, and you got him. So that's Yeah, I had, I had a worse record, so I was better on the waiver wire there. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's starting this week for me. Mm-hmm. Anything else from last week you boys want to cover? I'm good. Uh, let's get on to this week. Start with the uh, Broncos, Jaguars in London. Uh, Russell Wilson doing high knees. Can we talk about how he's doing high knees that's, that's, that's on the play? Like, just imagine Russell Wilson, 35,000 feet in the air over the Atlantic Ocean. You're dead asleep. You're like a special teams guy, like coming off the practice squad, second week with the team, whatever. And you just see this man getting it, getting a sweat in. Like, like, who is this guy, bro? Funny as fuck. No, you literally just see this. Look, he's just sitting there, and all of a sudden, you just see Broncos country. Let's rock. <laughs> Broncos country. Let's rock. <laughs> You're just sitting there dead asleep, bro. Have no recollection of what's going on. You wake up. You check your phone. It's like 4 in the morning. You take off your earbuds. They've been playing, like, Pooh Shiesty and Lil Baby on repeat for like five hours in your head. That's all you've been dreaming about is just rap concerts. Next thing you know, you wake up and you just look to your left and Russell Wilson's just doing crunches, high knees, burpees. He's just having a full body workout on the plane. He's in a puddle of sweat in a, and, he's, and he's literally dressed up in a garbage bag so he can sweat all his, <laughs> his 
lactic acid out of his arms and his legs because his hamstrings are built like Wolverines. So, got Wolverine not blood. That. so did you hear that? Yeah. Did you hear that? He's got Wolverine blood. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, with all that being said, Broncos, <laughs> let's ride. I'm going Broncos take, beating the Jaguars in London, baby. How can you not take the Broncos in this game learning this, bro? Broncos by 50. Who are they playing? I don't even know who they're playing. Jaguars. Oh, Broncos. Broncos, baby. Let's ride. Uh, Jacksonville country. Let's ride. <laughs> That's gonna be embarrassing. If the Bron- the Bron- oh, watch, watch the watch the Broncos get like thirty-one to nothing. If the Broncos lose this game, Russell. I'm dropping Russell Wilson in fantasy. Oh, just imagine being the Broncos lose this game. Then they're trading for Geno Smith. Bro. <laughs> Just imagine being a teammate of Russell Wilson and getting like asked, like how do you, like like when you go home to your family and you get asked about Russell Wilson, like how would you describe him? Like, I did like just imagine him as a teammate, bro. I feel like I feel like someone would want to beat the shit out of him. Like Jerry <laughs> yeah, Judy's no. probably just sitting in his locker, like bro, I want to beat the shit out of this guy. Give me Tua back. Like, can we, back, can we go back to Bama? Like. I think me and Shep know about this one dude that we knew of that was kind of like that. He he played baseball. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love how y'all that. both know exactly who it is, not even saying it. Trust me. He uh he uh he was <laughs> anyway dedicated worker. I'm gonna cut that part out, by the way, because I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay, we got to get through these kind of quick. <laughs> Uh, Panthers, Falcons. Uh, Panthers coming off a big dub. I'm going Panthers, baby. Let's go. I'm gonna go Falcons. Uh, I rode the Falcons the week they played the 49ers and they beat them pretty well. So, Falcons have been in every game they've played in. I like the Falcons. Yeah, I also like the Falcons in this one. Cowboys, Bears. Dak is back. Uh, he was back last week, but he's still back. Bears are kind of ass. I'm going Cowboys. Cowboys as well, but I don't think I think the Bears keep it closer than the nine and a half. Uh, yeah, I'll probably take I'll probably take the under on that nine and a half as well. Dallas defense is good, but Justin Fields and them coming off a really hot week, be a fairly decent Patriots team that was kind of hot. Um, Dak still working back the things, and I think Zeke is out this week. He blew his knee or something like he got hurt last game but he came in and played but like i think they're gonna sit him this week so it's gonna be pollard's game so it's gonna be all in the passing this week we'll see how that is you got uh cowboys dolphins lions uh I, I'm, I'm gonna say lions get a dub this week they won in five they gotta get they gotta get another one eventually right everyone I'm going Dolphins. I'm going Lions. I benched Tom Brady in fantasy this week for the first time, and I'm playing Tua. So better ball out against this Lions defense for my fantasy team's sake. Uh, Dolphins. Yeah, I got the Dolphins as well. Uh, Cardinals, Vikings. Cardinals ain't looking that good, honestly. And uh, Vikings are hot. So I'm going to go uh, Mr. Consistent Kirk Cousins. I'm playing in fantasy, fantasy week. Fantasy this week, Skull Nation, baby. I'm going to go Cardinals here. I don't know why. I don't really have a reason. I just I, – I like the Cardinals in this game. I do too. I like the Cardinals as well. D-Hop is back, and it's going to make the difference. He had 100 receiving yards last week in his first game back, so we know he was ready. He'll be ready uh, this week. Raiders, Saints. Raiders are 2-4. and four. I think they're better than their record shows, so I'm I'm gonna go Raiders. I, I just I just think they're the better team here. Yeah, I would agree with the Raiders being the better team, but I like the Saints here at home. I think Jameis is back this week. Um, Kamara's starting to find his stride. I like the Saints here. Give me the Raiders. Patriots, Jets. Uh, Mac Jones is starting. I don't know why. I guess they're just giving him another chance, and uh, I don't think he capitalizes on it. Uh, Jets are Jets are five and two. Uh, I'm gonna go Jets. 
Uh, Brees Hall is hurt, so the Jets are going to have to find a way to get some offense going. I This is tough. I'm going to go Patriots. But yeah, it's very I close. I, I think I'm also leaning towards the Pats on this one. You know, Belichick is reaming their ass this week after that loss at home. Uh, Eagles-Steelers. The Eagles are going to have to lose eventually, but it's not going to be this week. Eagles 7-0. I agree. Steelers averaging 14 points a game. I just don't see how they're going to keep up with the Eagles. Eagles. Uh, they play in Philadelphia? Yes. Yeah, give me the Eagles. Uh, Titans-Texans. My Tennessee Titans started out 0-2. They're now 4-2. Four straight dubs. Uh, Texans are one and four and one, and they're just simply not good. I'm going Titans. I picked up Tennessee Titans defense this week in fantasy, so I like the Titans this week. Um, I think they get a good, solid win, like a like a twenty four ten type win. Yeah, I think the I think the Titans will pull this one out as well. Uh, Commanders Colts. Commanders coming off a big dub. Uh, Coulter, the Colts, I guess. Jonathan Taylor playing. I think he is. Mm-hmm. Sam Ellinger starting, by the way. Yep. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not sure on this one. I think this is pretty even. I'm gonna Jeez. go. I'm gonna go. Commanders. I am going to go Colts in this. I like their defense. I'm honestly like the 325 slate, like the, the afternoon games. This is the game that I'm most excited. Like, I'm excited. I like, I will watch this game, the Colts Washington. So I'm going to go uh, Colts. I think I'll go Commanders too. I feel like Taylor Heineke just finds a way to win, bro. Some of these weird games. He's a weird dude. Finds a way to win. Uh, 49ers Rams. Uh, I'm going to go 49ers here. I'm going to go Rams. Um, I think um, I'm going to go. Give me the Rams. Give me the Rams. I kind of want to pick the 49ers, but I think the Rams are going to beat them this time. Um, Giants, Seahawks. Both teams are doing decent, or Giants are doing good. Seahawks aren't too bad either. Uh, I think the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks get the better of them this week. I'm gonna go Seahawks. I agree. Seahawks at home. Kenneth Walker has another big game. Give me the Seahawks. Yep, Seahawks as well. Packers Bills. Obviously, the Bills are one of those juggernauts. We all know that Packers are struggling. Uh, I'm gonna go Bills. An easy decision here. I 100% agree. Bills. Give me Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> That's going on TikTok if they win. Dickie's, Dickie's just crazy. <laughs> uh, Monday Night Football, Bengals, Browns. Uh, I'm going to go Bengals here. I agree. Joey B in prime time. Can't beat it. Bengals. Yeah, I like Joe Burrow too here. Uh, fantasy quarterback now that Justin Herbert's. Yeah, and Joe Burrow, I mean, I think he'll be good this week, but since uh, Jamar Chase just went out and I think they're going to place him on IR, I don't know how that's going to go, but I think I definitely got the Bengals winning this one over the Browns this week. Yeah, I agree. Um, Anything else you all want to cover NFL-wise before we get into our World Series? You're good. We're good. We've kind of uh, – we haven't talked much about playoff baseball. We talked about it a little bit at the beginning, but I feel like it's kind of flown by and uh, World Series is here. Philadelphia Phillies, which nobody really expected, but it's Philadelphia Phillies versus the Astros. Uh, when is this – does this start this weekend? Tomorrow night, baby, Friday night. Tomorrow night, okay. Um, I want the Phillies to win, but – uh Astros are really good obviously but I do think the if, if the Phillies stay as hot of as hot as they've been all playoffs I mean they're, they're dude the whole lineup is just hitting they're just hitting 
And I think if they stay like that, I'm not going to say I think they'll win, but I think it'll be a very, uh, very entertaining, evenly matched, uh, good, fun World Series to watch. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's an interesting lineup. Like the Astros have they've literally not lost a playoff game yet. They've swept both series. So it's interesting to see how hot the Astros are without – they haven't gotten the attention the Phillies have. The Phillies have been just, like you said, hitting the crap out of the ball. Um, it's going to be a fun series. It really is. I think this will be a really, really good World Series. Probably one of the better ones we've seen in a while. Yeah, I think it'll be pretty evenly matched. I definitely think – I think the – that Houston's good, but I also think Phillies are just hot right now. So, yeah, if we're making picks, I think if if we're making picks, like the Astros obviously haven't lost a game yet. That's the big stat for me. That's really impressive. That means their pitching has really been dominant. Yeah, but the Phillies are just hot right now, man. And baseball is one of those games that like you can be good like the Yankees the whole year, but if you're hot those last fifteen to twenty games, like the Braves last year, you know they just get hot at the right time. Exactly. I'm gonna ride. The, I'm gonna ride with the Phillies. I like the Phillies in six in this. I'm going to agree with that. Uh, I literally witnessed. I watched every. Obviously, I'm a Braves fan. I watched every Braves playoff game last year. They were, they were okay in the regular season. They were good enough to win the division, but they weren't like great. Nobody picked them to win the World Series. They got hot the last 10, 15, 20 games of the year, and they just carried it all the way through the playoffs. They were hitting like crazy. Uh, it's very similar to what the Phillies got going on right now. So uh, for that reason, I'm gonna go Phillies, and and I want to see Philly win. I think it uh, it mean I I it mean a lot for that city. Obviously, they're they're good at football right now. I mean, they're already getting ready, grease and lubing up the light poles and shit. So yeah. I, I I hope Philly takes it home. Yeah, I think I hope Philly wins too, but I think Houston wins in seven. That that that'd be uh, I hope it goes to seven. That'll be entertaining. Yeah, definitely. I think the Phillies will lead in the series. I think they'll come out really hot, but I think Houston comes back. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. It'll be fun. I'm all uh, I think I haven't even watched much play of baseball honestly. After after the Phillies beat the Braves, like I I would never pick the team that beat my team to like want to win, but like I don't want the Astros to win. That's for damn sure. And uh. Phillies deserve it, bro. Like they just, I, I just hope, I just hope they can, uh, they can get it. Yep, I agree. Anything else y'all want to cover before we wrap up the podcast? Hopefully, yeah. Just begin. My uh, NBA parlay hit tonight, baby. Let's go. Nice. My own parlay, by the way, not the one that I uh, copied. That you wrote, yeah. I think I'm. I did a flex play tonight. Two of the four hit, and then Clay Thompson's still playing, so that'll decide if I win some money or not. Yeah. I well, I think that's gonna do it for us. If you listen to the end, appreciate y'all boys listening. Uh, go follow us on Instagram, the dot press room, TikTok, the press room underscore, and uh, see y'all next week. Boys, appreciate y'all joining me. Yes, sir. We'll see you. Peace. There's-